You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Crown and Collars podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am your host, Jeremy, on a very special, special day because do you know what today is? So my my, my choir, okay, cool, fuck it's y'all. It's our five-year um, anniversary. <laughs> fuck y'all. Um, it's the we five- were waiting for you to come in with the, with the low um, tones, man. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. If yeah, I went, was supposed to do the high notes. It, you know what? That's fail. You know what? Fail. But it is the five-year anniversary of Crown and Collars. Um, we're recording this on a Monday. Uh, you all will hear this Wednesday. But we, it is very special because making her triumphant return permanently from, no, uh, from now... Thank hey you. everybody, it's Bianca aka Tall Bianca XO on Twitter, aka DJ No BS in this DJing world. AKA Baritone B, aka Little Miss Firm, Handshake, aka Tell You Tall and Tishiku, all our heels around me, aka Easy Beasy Lemon Squeezy, aka Frequent Obscure Music References, aka 504 Ever Holly Home, but always repping. Went home last month, in fact. AKA the only shoes I wear with laces, tie up my calves, aka Shameless Liking Your Pictures from 314 Weeks Ago on Instagram, nigga, I don't give a fuck. AKA Baby. Let's get the show going. And the third member of our team. How are we today? Is Side Eye Special, aka Is the Meet Sailing, aka Simon the All Seeing Sultan the Chill. And I'm going to leave the rest of the AKAs up to the homegirl Bianca because I do not have the range for that on this evening. I know, right? Her last time came back with a goddamn CVS list of goddamn AKAs. But. Look, you know what? It don't even take up a full page on my new iPhone 8 Plus. So, oh, look at that good. Ooh, look at oh, that. Yeah, oh, I'm with, got... the, with the flex with the stunt queen. Okay, All right. Ooh, oh, you got up, you you got money. I updated kind of. Um, I I don't, don't want to let go of my home button. I did let go of the headphone jack, but I was like, ooh, yeah, home button. I'm gonna need to wait till like 2022 to let that one go. But uh, hello, no headphone jack. Uh huh. Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm a I'm an AirPods bitch now. So, ow. <laughs> uh, you know what you're doing amazing but yes, i'm trying yes that is going forward this podcast will be a trio me bianca and we'll 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 be giving you hashtag content in trios um and it's only right that bianca come back on our five-year anniversary um it has been a wonderful journey from when me and her started this podcast independently just being younger of <laughs> Mad motherfuckers with a whole bunch of black shit to say, and we have been sustained five years thanks to you all, the listener, um, people who have been in our podcasting lives, uh, both new, new and old. And we just want to say thank you to all, all of you for listening to this trash in the form of a <laughs> catfish dinner in a, in a podcast. I don't know what you're calling trash because I don't do trash, so. You could, well, I mean, you listen, I used to date trash. I don't do trash anymore. I grew up. That's right. This podcast was never trash. Mm. Shout out to uh, what's his face who had like 28 different Twitter names and said we had a shit podcast. 
I didn't forget. Fuck you. Mm. Other uh, than that, everybody else who's listening to this show and stay with the show, if you didn't stay with the show, you listened for a little while, decided ah, I'm gonna move on to something else. Like it's all good because in a moment you still bullied us. So thank you. Yes. And we all pleased and very happy going forward to have Will as our third member. And I believe this is going to elevate our show even more. And we're just going to continue to give y'all hashtag content, content and black excellence. So we'll officially welcome aboard again to the trio and we're going to have a great time. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be live. And Jeremy's telling y'all that because I told him some of the trash I got in store for y'all. Well, you're going to do that anyway, because that's just how you do it. Yeah, it's going to be fucked up. Y'all going to love it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Speaking of fucked upness, um, so um, Northwest Daddy is not doing secular music anymore. So how was y'all day today? Yeah, that's okay. Um, I would say it's a busy Monday. Got a lot of stuff done. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah, I felt I felt refreshed. You know, I just I was looking forward to getting some chicken on lunch. Like I, I had a very, very good day. Bianca, what about you? My AirPods came in, so I'm mm. feeling good about that. Yeah. And you know, we have ourselves a rich bitch in the in the gang now. We respect it. Okay. We don't upgrade it from crown and collars to filet mignon, I see. Mm. No, we uh uh-uh. I'm still <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a regular broke bitch. Don't no. <laughs> it's fine. You're doing amazing. I'm a, I'm a regular broke bitch, but I'm trying. And I think handmade that... cognac served in decanters and shit. I, listen, <laughs> drinking the shit with her pinky up. <laughs> this is shit Kim Jong Un couldn't even get. You know what? All right. This is a lot. Well, okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, oh well, oh well. And speaking, but moving on, moving on to some music that we actually do give a fuck about. Um, let's talk about the baby, shall we? Who had a release on this past Friday? Um, it's, it was his own his debut album, right? Or was it just the EP? No, this is an album. This okay, was, okay. this was thirteen tracks, had an intro and kind of an outro as well. Um, okay. You know, we stay in intros and outros. Basically, the outro was uh, his XXL freestyle put over a different beat, which a lot of people didn't like. I loved it personally. Mm. Uh, so I have to properly I produce have, content. Uh, yeah. So I have to say this, um, and I've been waiting for um, the baby to put out an album. Um, and the reason, I only, only reason I didn't know it was an album, because you know these days, and we talked about this on Bring It Back. Subscribe to the Patreon for more of that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on. Listen, know me. <laughs> a marketing because bitch. Know me. <laughs> we're just spoiling you a little bit because it's the anniversary episode. All right. Don't expect this this much uh, quality music hashtag content to be discussed on the regular. That is correct, Will. That is correct. But um, yeah, I've been waiting for him to re- to release like a so a album and. I listened to it, I gave it a fair shake, and then I've listened to solo stuff that he's put out before this album. And I'm of the opinion, and honestly, I di- I thought this was a controversial opinion, only because, y'all know, I be in my own little corner of the world and the internet, and I don't really be paying attention half the time to what niggas be talking about. So I thought this was a controversial opinion, but I I like the baby on features, on his solo stuff, not so much. That's weird, because I'm, like, I appreciate his features, but I liked, I, like, I was jamming to this. Um, 
obviously it's always hilarious that like the beat starts like after he has done his first couple bars. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and, and on features he don't really get to do that. No, so no, he don't. I've, it's that lyric like on my on my shit I can rap the way I want to and I can out I, I can rap before the beat even kick in. But on other people's it's like. You got to cover the line. Yeah. yeah, you got to cover the line. Like, when, when you go over to somebody's house and you visiting, you can't do what the fuck you would do in your own house. That's basically the baby rapping. Like, <laughs> you know, in his house, he can kick his feet up. You know, he can sit in his drawers. You know, he can... He can, he can he house can, a whole half pint of ice cream if he wants to. Like, yes. Yeah. He can't do that in nobody else's house. Like, he got to take his shoes off when he go to somebody else's house. But, uh... But I... I, I appreciate the album. Like, I appreciate that. I, I wasn't. I wasn't one bad. of the people who was like super up his like career crawl. Basically, like I kind of came to him sort of late. Not because I was being one of those y'all hyping us up. I need to wait. I'm. I'm not that person. I listen to shit when I want to listen to it. There you go. Um, and right. when it came to his stuff, I was like, oh yeah, he's cool. He's jamming. He knows. You know, he could. He could coast on a beat. He can. You know, he does his thing. It's. It's cool. Um, but I like this. I like there there are songs that you know as a DJ I can see myself uh, putting in the rotation in my little 2010s like party situation because I don't have a whole lot of that stuff, but I have enough of it to kind of get by. And mm-hmm. yeah, I can I could I could work some of his stuff, and it wouldn't be wouldn't be troublesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I will say for me, like like you, I. I'm, I just get stuff, get the stuff when I get to it because one, because I'm old and two, I'm lazy. So good luck, everybody. But Same. what, what really got it for me because I've been aware of him, but what really, really got it for me was his, uh, verse on cash shit, which by the way, love Same. that. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. You know why the bitches love me? Cause baby don't give a fuck. Listen. Fixing <laughs> I be fixing a weave while she's sucking my dick, pull it out, and that titty fuck. And you know what? The reason I love it because same. But um, <laughs> but let me say this: love that song. It does not need to be on the radio because they butcher the fuck out of that guy. <laughs> right? It is. Listen, like you don't know what the fuck Megan's saying. You don't know what. I'm gonna make this joke. We gonna get canceled, but I'm gonna make this joke. You don't know what the fuck Megan's saying. You don't know what the fuck baby's saying. They'll just sound like, I respect females. and I just they don't need to be on the radio. All right. <laughs> you know what? We're going to get canceled. It's fine. But, this has been uh, five-year anniversary of college. This show is now over. The rest of this time that you see on the bar is just white noise. Yeah. And music. I <laughs> thought I was <laughs> Come on, music. <laughs> Elevated music. Okay. Yeah, th- this is this is Walgreens at 2:45 p.m. <laughs> yeah. 2:45 a.m. It's fine. Nah, 2:45 a.m. The, the the employees being there with with the little radios playing their own shit. Mm-hmm. Cause don't nobody else being there. The managers don't really be there like that, so they can do yeah. what they want. But uh, you know they ain't working, so it's basically another club at that point. <laughs> they be doing that in the white neighborhoods too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so Walgreens is just a spot like that. Mm-hmm. Walgreens basically another club, pretty much. It don't it don't matter what neighborhood you in either. But uh, huh. but but yeah, I think that was it was a good outing from the baby. Like I said, I'm more of a 
love his features person, but the app, the album was not bad at all. I just prefer his features more than his solo stuff, but I think it's a good album out outing for him. And I see, I see star potential. I really do. Cause he, the baby just got that swagger about him and the, and the quality that you need to be like to have people give a fuck about what the fuck you rapping about. So, um, but who I can't, I still, why in the fuck would somebody put that song on the radio? Who uh, talking about uh, cash shit? It, shit sounded like Morse code on the radio. It, re- <laughs> <laughs> it was motherfucker. Goddamn distress signal. <laughs> hey, that's, it really do. It really do sound like a fucking distress signal. It really yeah. do. You play cash shit on the highway um, in traffic with the windows down, you're going to have helicopters over your ride. Mm-hmm. And the SWAT team pulling up. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kamala, I'm telling you, Kyle Kamala. But um, that speaking of Kyle Kamala, uh, that was not the only thing associated with the baby um this past weekend um because the video surfaced of uh, oof, um a video surfaced of him at a um at a concert I believe and a young lady in the crowd um was near him and his bodyguard um basically knocked her the fuck out uh, for lack of a better word and please forgive me for being crass um and i will say this from the clip that i saw from what i saw it didn't look like she was trying to hit the baby as you know niggers you know who just want to hit women uh was saying i didn't see that uh, but what I did see was the security guard knock her out. And also, we also just become so desensitized, I believe, to a new degree, because she was out cold and everybody just was recording on their phone. Like, nobody tried to help her. Nobody tried to call the ambulance or nothing. I, she was just knocked out. Uh, and all I could say when I saw that clip was, well, the baby finna have the lawsuit. Because right. <laughs> Everybody uh, coming for your title the same pending lawsuits. <laughs> you know what? Damn, you will. <laughs> but um, yeah, everybody just, coming for your title. I know. Right? Mm. And uh, and like I understand, like strictly in terms of the mind of security person, just boiling out all of the everything going on around him and just realizing, oh shit, somebody approaching, oh shit, somebody approaching it what might have been a threatening way, and then him reacting like that. But yeah, he definitely overreacted. Like that's Yeah. Like that that's something I can say, even though like I can I can understand how it is that as a bodyguard you come to the conclusion of I gotta protect the person I'm bodyguarding, you know, at all mm-hmm. costs. Yeah. It just it just seemed like that was one of them things where he could have he could have turned around and like, you know, put himself between uh the fan and the baby. Um, yeah. Because he, well, did, he I, did a goddamn taking move and shit. Right. He, he a big he, dude. He like that that punch wouldn't have hurt him. Like Absolutely. It would have it would have hurt a lot of regular motherfuckers. It wouldn't have hurt him. I no. think bodyguard logic is like it's better to be too soon than too late. Yeah. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Because nobody wants to be the motherfucker who's too late in a job where um, you know, you too, too late people. Yeah. Too late can mean too dead, but you know, too I late yeah. You could have your boy dead in a bucket of um Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Too late can have your boy dead as Fader Wapai. 
All right, I'm leaving the show again. Bye. You know, I mean, <laughs> goodbye. So long. This is, this is that fun. I, he lost in that card game. <laughs> yeah, right. What's that motherfucking name, Will? When we read what Willie or some shit like that? It's a fun reunion, y'all. I am so happy to have been here for the brief time that I have. And um, Willie something. My friends, Willie. Yeah, fucking Willie, boy. Your name ain't no motherfucking Fed Rock. Your name Willie. Willie. Boy. But yes. Uh. So yeah, that wasn't good. That wasn't a good look for the baby at all. And I, I agree with you. Um, and y'all assessment that it is better to be safe than sorry, but whoo, that was a whoo. That's that one was, hell of a safe. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that man. that was an overextension of any reasonable application of the word safe. Correct. And now the baby's pocket's probably ain't finna be safe because again, a lawsuit is coming. Oh yeah. The pocket's about to be sorry. Yeah. He, he's gonna have to do that financial apology. Mm-hmm. Uh, pocket's gonna give a fuck. Well, well done, well done. Um, well, in the vein of um violence, uh, so let's talk about Stacey. Wow. Dash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I told y'all that's what we were gonna be talking about next, so I didn't know how I was gonna make that transition, but you know, good. we can tell. But no, um, uh, good luck, everybody. Yeah, uh, but. Stacey, Stacey Dash, Dash. Out here, beating up yes. on a man with three first names and four wives. Well, she's the fourth wife, but you know. I I thank you for that correction. Oh, but yes, as to be honest. Well, I saw her kind of like that stuff, that that kind of thing. I, mm, put a pin in that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Stacey Dash is arrested for alleged domestic incident. Um, yeah, she claims self-defense in the update because this story broke while most of us was at working at lunch. But uh, she was arrested by Florida police Sunday evening in an alleged domestic violence incident. According to multiple reports, she was taken into. Wow, she's 52. She was taken into custody after reportedly getting into a physical altercation with her husband, Jeffrey Marty. That face 71. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Marty is his name. Yes. That. Looking is, Florida doing something right. That's a tremendous name, and by tremendous, I mean like I can't stop laughing at it. Well, fair. I can't hold you there. Um, in the report obtained by the Tampa Bay Times, police said that they responded to a 911 call after Dash had gotten into an argument with Marty, in which she reportedly pushed him and slapped his face, which ultimately left him with red scratches and marks on his left arm. Um, but like I said in the update, um, as, as recent as of an hour before we started recording, um, her manager, Sean P. Jackson, which that is a nigga ass name if I've ever goddamn read when I tell you what. Um, Lose fried hard. Listen, hard catfish fried crisp, I tell you what. Um, and you know he Don't drink while he cooking. back, it ain't done. And you know he drink while he cooking. You know he do. Um, no ice. With no, with no straight, straight, no chaser. Um, quote, um, her representative said, quote, Stacy actually called the police because she was attacked by her husband. He talked to her and was defending himself, Jackson said. And the police, he claims the police later detected marks on Dash's neck during the medical evaluation. 
So that is what we know currently of Miss Dash and her alleged domestic violence dispute. So I will go, you know, we can go off of that information, but I'm still, I, I still feel that, uh, um, that vibe from what Mike Epps said back in the day when it came to uh, dilemmas such as these. And that is whoever gets the phone first, the other one is going to jail. Period. And it, I would be unsurprised if Stacey Dash was slapping the hell, was slapping them some last names into this first name person. <laughs> Will <laughs> that should not be as funny as it is. Um, you know no, what this it, reminds me of. Honestly, it reminds me a little bit, and just, this is just going off the information that we have. It reminds me, remember that situation with Bow Wow and his ex-girlfriend, Kiyomi? Yeah. When, Which, where it was, we thought Bow Wow beat her up, but Kiyomi was whipping that ass. Yes. 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 That's what kind of reminds me of, but in reverse, because just based on what I've read, it seems to me that uh, Stacy was the aggressor. So far, from what I've from what I've read, so far it seems that she was the aggressor, and the the marks that um her husband has on him were him was him defending himself, but also not like trying to go for the baby bodyguard. Uh, that's just what it gives me so far. Um, yeah, that nine one one tape is gonna be. Um, yeah, the nine one one. Yes, when nine one one tape is released, that will be determine like who really did what. Uh. So we'll keep an eye on this, but uh, Stacy, oof. Mm. If it's analyzed this plane in the background, she did that shit. Guilty as fuck. Right? <laughs> Which, Swifty Center's a horrible human being, but that quote right there is timeless. That quote guilty right there is timeless. Guilty as fuck. Uh, speaking of somebody else who is guilty as fuck, uh, let's talk about Vontez Burfitt. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm trying to be on my cutter shit with these segues. Um, we used to talk about him back when this kind of was a sports podcast, which is wild to me to think about. I know, right? Um, which reminds me, when we when we get off of him, we do need to have ourselves um a moment to honor the passing of one. Uh, he who whomst is Kirk Cousins. He whomst was Kirk Cousins. Correct, but we'll get there. Um, but somebody told me y'all looking for me. Here I go. All right. It's your boy Kirk Cousins in the house. One last time. How y'all doing? He humps this Kirk Cousins. Welcome back. What's up? It's been a while. It's been a while, and your pockets have gotten even larger since the last time you were here. I know, right? So are they really paying you a million dollars per yard? Yes. Cause it, it sure seems like it. Yeah. So he who was Kirk Cousins, is Kirk Cousins. I just have one thing to ask you. What up? Do you really give a fuck about football, or do you really give a fuck about being paid? No. <laughs> Good the answer. An- the answer is the question. Okay, cool. All right. Give me all money. All right. So he he hoops this Kirk Cousins. What yeah. Is- what 
what is your what is your your response to your latest um to your stats as as, as of so far in the season? I don't know. What is what do you have a response to the allegation that um Adam Thielen wanted to beat your ass after the game? He can't fight. <laughs> well, he said you can't throw hands, so you can't well, throw football. Well, he can't use hands to catch our fight. Well, he said, how could you? How would you know if he could catch if you can't throw? Cause it's the you know, it's the you know who came first, the top or the bottom. It's me, K. Cuz, Cuz. Oh Lord, you out there on that skull, huh? Yeah. He whom says Kirk Cousins out there on that rusty. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. was funny. He who is Kirk Cousins. Uh, who did the body? Uh, Rex Ryan. You know what? All right. Well, he whom says Kirk Cousins, we truly appreciate you for joining us for one Rex last Ryan's time. Rex way too much attention to the feet. Well, he can barely see his, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm telling y'all. Well, he whom says Kirk Cousins, we truly appreciate you coming through one last time. But could you please bring Bianca back so we can move on with the rest of the show? R.I.P. my career. <laughs> and that was the last time y'all will hear he whom says Kirk Cousins on this damn podcast. That nigga is so fucking annoying. He <laughs> truly is. He He's about is. to be at the NFL anyway, so. He, like, became JaVale McGee or some shit. Like, I don't get it. Yo, he really did. (laughs) Well, JaVale McGee actually knows how to be tall, so. Well, that's true. And JaVale McGee got a ring. (laughs) He got a ring the same way Jawan Howard got a ring. I mean, I, well, I mean, hey. Well, hey, hey, JaVale McGee has won playoff games. So. Ooh, you're taking low shots at Kirk Cousins. I mean, that is unnecessary because that man is gone, and he ain't coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me how I know. (laughs) Come on, ask me how I know. (laughs) I mean, is 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 it not true? I mean, you're not wrong. (sighs) Can we just continue with the show, please? Yes, we will. Um, but (laughs) Oakland Raiders linebacker Vontez Burford has been suspended for the rest of the 2019 season for his helmet-to-helmet hit Sunday on Indianapolis Colts tight end Jack Doyle, the league announced earlier today. Now, first of all, I got Jacoby Brissett on my um, big money team, Vontez Burford. You fucking with my money, nigga. You need to get your shit together. And, And can psyche valves be mandatory? You, you know, because... Not even just for NFL players, but in general, because this is some pretty unhinged shit he's been doing. Yeah, and he's been doing this for quite some time. Like, this isn't... Like, he's he legit has a pattern of always going helmet to helmet with players and giving and injuring them and or worse. Like, Montez Burfecht is a hurt people, hurt people ass nigga. And he needs he really is. He really is. You can't do that in the NFL. Like, I mean, I know it's a gladiator sport that probably is kind of outdated, to be honest. But 
the point being, like, even in football, there's still rules and shit and stuff that you can't do. And like he karma, can, he's gonna fuck around and get taken off the field in two carts one day. I mean, honestly, I, if he doesn't get banned from the league outright, I was about to say, and honestly, it's probably long overdue that he should have been banned from the league. Because again, this is a pattern. He's he's taken out and not in a good way. At least what six players that I can think of off the top of my head. Well, it's his 14th suspension for stuff like this. Four, wow, I didn't know it was that high. Four, I thought it was maybe like nine or some shit. Four, Dude, CTE jumped out. That will. You're not wrong, but will. I mean, just like I mean, he, helmet I to mean, helmet. I, was, I mean, he giving people CTE, so. And got, and if you look at the play, like, and we was talking about this pregame, as Bianca pointed out, it was some, which is always the case with him. It's always a hit that he doesn't have to make. I've never seen him, like, really light somebody up on a necessary hit. It's always some extra shit. Right. And it's, it's like, players who who do punk bullshit like, like that, like he does, it's always something extra or when a player is going out of bounds or when they've clearly given up their body. Like, there's no fucking place in life for people who move like that. Like, fuck you. But get that psyche valve because something ain't right in your head, nigga. I just okay. agree. It said, uh, read an article about it. it. Says it was the end of a five-yard pass play at a time when the Raiders were up two touchdowns and the player was already down. Yes, unacceptable. And that's the other thing. He always because the last time he got suspended, it was for hitting the player when they were down, wasn't it? Yep. He's averaged almost two suspensions per year, fourteen and eight, Fuck. plus these three games. Uh. And even a three or four excessive hits, the NFL did what sports leagues do, which is punishing him part based on his pain in the ass score. Dog, how, right? Well, how you average a suspension? Two suspensions. First of all, how do you average a suspension of seasons? Let a, a let alone two. Fucked up priorities. God damn, Vontaze. Well, suffer. You should suffer monetarily and get. And get that psyche valve the same way you are causing other players to suffer when you don't have to. Hope you step on a Lego every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of retribution. Right out the shower. The, <laughs> hilarious. Speaking of retribution for suffering. Um. So in something that could be a good thing, even though it's not perfect because, you know, laws, but. Um, and politics, but um, NCAA athletes could be paid on the new California law. Uh, Governor Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill uh, to allow college athletes to hire agents and make money from endorsements. The measure, the first of its kind, threatens the business model of college sports, as reported by the New York Times. Okay, so before we kind of get into it, okay, how do you... I, I know how we all collectively feel that, yes, the players absolutely should get some kind of paid compensation but in the terms of the actual practice of it, like how do, do you go about it? How do y'all stand and feel on it? I'm, I'm curious to, to know y'all thoughts. Because I don't think we've I, talked about it as a collective. I feel like these players should be grateful for the scholarships that they're getting. And I can't even finish telling that stupid ass lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see how long you're going to keep it up. 
I tried. I tried. I'm really like you got you got one in you got one dependent clause out, and that was the end. Right. Of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I don't. I give you how, a for how, I don't care how white people do this. Uh, and so, um, <laughs> looking at this, you know, uh, all I can think is just tell the NCAA to fuck off, really. Yeah. Uh, the mm, I'm obviously here for the players making money. Um, I'm here for making the NCAA's life difficult. That too, yeah. also land as well. Because which I guess is the I guess that's the um, and they're like threatening to fight back and shit. Which like, bitch, I hope, girl. Anyway, um, girl, fuck you because you're I'm right, girl, fuck that you. March March Madness alone is a multi-billion-dollar event. And how much of that money goes into the players' pockets, and not them fuck-ass scholarships either, like cash money. Let's talk about let's talk about these scholarships, right? Let's talk because they're not even guaranteed. It's a yearly thing, if I remember correctly. Mm. So a coach doesn't even have to. A coach can say, "Yeah, you're my guy for the whole ride," and they can decide after you, a rough freshman season that you're trash and cut your scholarship, and, and where are you? Right. Mm-hmm. See, and the thing is, like, the whole, oh, I want to give them uh, the opportunity to go get an education. And it's like, they really don't, because... You're supposed like, to do that shit. Well, not only that, but, like, if you get they, don't even, that- they don't even do that in earnest. Like, it basically is we need you to be able to work out at these times and practice at these times and study game film at these times. These are the majors that that are compatible with that. Pick one, bitch. Exactly. Well, it's like they're supposed to be doing this shit. Like if you had a job that had you relocating and traveling all over the place and you had to, to pick up various skills and things just to um, meet requirements to succeed, like – any job would cover these things for you. Any right. job, like jobs pay for your training. They pay for your housing. They pay for your they, uniform. And, they pay for everything, you know, all that type of stuff. You gotta, and then at they, the end of the, the week, they still put a fucking check in your bank account. So, like, like, what's so different about the players where they don't deserve that? Right. Mm-hmm. And see, I could, I could make the, the quip about how, oh, yeah, the players do get paid. Just ask the bag man. But... It shouldn't have to come to that, is the point. It, this should all be above board. And it shouldn't have to, exactly. Like you know, the we, booster. We, we tend to think about these things in terms of, like, the big revenue-generating sports. So, like, the, the football team, the men's basketball team, UConn women's basketball team, you know, and, and a handful of select others. I think, like, UNC soccer might be another one. It's, like, a non-traditional rev gen. But um, what this law will mean is, like, say you play water polo at UC Davis and you want to teach swimming lessons on the side before there was no way for you to earnestly do that. Like you could not earn that money. And, you know, again, a water polo player is not like big shit on campus necessarily, but on top of that, they couldn't even go earn like money. They couldn't get a job uh, anywhere because, then it's like, oh, well, why'd you hire him? Did you hire him because of his prestige, because of his name, because of what he does for the university and his athletic pursuits? And so they put all these superficial, like, blocks up. And now what this law says is, no, go ahead, put your name on a flyer. And 
teach your teach your swimming lessons. You know, have you you know if you want to do like younger kids or you want to do adult swimming lessons, whatever. Um, you can put your name on it, and you can make money off your likeness, and you can make money off your image. Um, That's the part that fucks with me. Like, the NCAA does not want students making money off of their own likeness. Like, But you, they want to make it, though. They want to make it. Yeah, they, they want to be able to sell merch and, you know, market stuff. Like, remember remember Taran Matthew at LSU, and they, they were calling him the Honey Badger, and they made That's all that purple it. and gold Honey Badger shit, and he didn't see a red cent of that, none of that stuff? The NCAA, you know what? That's too offensive. Come back to me. Come on, come on, Will Murphy. But um, <laughs> but but yeah. So like, if this rule were in place back when he was in college, he could have monetized. You know, oh, Honey Badger takes what he wants. You know, whatever it was that they were saying back in you know on the, on the TV shows and, and on the campus and everything. He could have made money Honey off Badger that. Don't give a fuck. And and he deserved to make money for that because it was it was him it was his meat shell his body and his brain. There is no honey badger. Don't give a fuck without the honey badger. Right. Like he he had to go out there and make the plays and he had to go out there and entertain the people and and score the touchdowns and and make the hits and you know catch the interceptions and whatever. And he was the one putting his body on the line every play for a fucking college game. Like, he should make every coin he can make. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the people who like to argue, well, how would you figure out how to pay, pay the players? Well, the NCAA's been suckling, sucking in money for years. It's not my problem, and it's really not our problem either. They have right, the what, resources to figure out how to pay people. Fucking figure it out. Like, it, that's it. Get 988 it million or something like that that they pulled in in revenue? And you can't find a way to give these... Like, you can't find a way to give these guys above table, thank you for playing, seven grand? I genuinely am saying that I straight up do not care how it gets done. Find right. a fucking way to get it done. You have the resources to get it done. Exactly. You're going to have the resources to um, to put together regulations and shit to keep students from making money off their own likeness. You can find a way to pay these players for the work they do. And that's all there is to it. Because it's like I was like we were saying earlier. If an employee working for a company was in the same situation as these NCAA players, hell, fucking NBA players, they have similar situations, minus the, the coursework, of course, but the, the gist of it is the same. You're traveling. You're working. You have to um, do certain things in order to qualify to, um, to do your job. There's training. There's preparation. These players, these players are paid for this. Their accommodations are paid for. But they're paid for it. Like, they're paid. And the students are not. So well, find a way to get these guys this money. Find, mm-hmm. a way to, find a way to stop making it to where, again, like, people have to do this under the table. And then you stop making fucking excuses. You know, they get busted, and, you know, 15 years ago, these used to be big scandals. Now no one fucking cares. Like, was it, Louisville, Auburn, and then, like, a couple other schools are involved in this big thing with Adidas, and no one gives a shit. Because by now, the people who the people who do give a shit are the ones who are on the, yeah, we can't pay the players. And the ones who are now ambivalent about it all mostly tend to agree, ah, I shouldn't have come to that. 
Pay the players. Strong Pay people for their work. Strong words, friends, and I cannot I cannot disagree. I I, I just agree. I don't choose sides, I choose facts. Um speaking of facts, uh let's shift gears a little bit and let's have a very and I'm actually looking forward to this conversation. Let's talk about one Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy um is making a comeback. Um he is going to be on the upcoming Netflix film Dolomite is my name. Um among and he's also planning to do other things as well as go on a stand up tour. He this is the first time he will be on stage um uh, in a comedy stand up comedy special uh since uh his nineteen eighty seven special um Raw. Um and Eddie had a great interview with the New York Times, by the way, uh, which caused a bit of controversy, not because of anything that he did, but because he did something that I swore people were whining that people don't allow them to do. And that's grow. Um, In the interview with the New York Times, he um, apologized again, put a pin in that uh, for his um, in his own words, ignorant um, jokes in his specials, raw and delirious. Um, he admits that in the 2019 of things, he they make him cringe uh, when he goes, you know, if he goes back and, and looks. Um, quote, he said, I was a young guy processing a broken heart, you know, kind of an asshole. Um, he admitted of his controversial jokes. And he um, confesses that Raw, in t- today, Raw is, <laughs> in his own words, a bit too much. My goodness. Um, so... I said put a pin in that because this is the second time that um, Eddie has apologized for um, his uh, jokes in Raw and Delirious. Um, He apologized once before in 1996, um, in which he still had the same opinion then that he has now that he was ignorant. Um, Those jokes came from a very ignorant place. A young um, a young guy at the time, I believe he was what, 21, 22. 21, Um, yeah. Yeah, um, he was just saying shit, um, didn't, was very ignorant, didn't know, didn't care to know at the time, but um, at the time... The skit was on point, though. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, And that, you know, at the time he apologized and, you know, and said that he um, had grown and and done better and now he's more um, aware and he apologized then and that was before the fucking internet so honestly you niggas don't have no excuse but um, this caused a bunch of controversy which honestly I don't know why it did but a lot of people had a lot of feelings about Eddie apologizing um, Bianca let's start with you because you texted us saying that you had a bunch of words and thoughts so let's just start with you yeah, I mean, you already hit on most of it, which is that, again, like, one of the things we want people to do is admit I needed to grow. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is to actually, you know, grow. Grow. And mm-hmm. show and prove over a set length of time that, you know, what you believe the world to be like at one time is no longer how you see it today. And people, you know, again, deserve the opportunity to do that. Um, because we were talking, we were pre-gaming, we were talking about how trash we were on Twitter back in 2011, 2012, Ooh, and, how we, and how we've all like moved. We we don't we don't we're not trash in in those ways anymore. And for the most part, our our humor and what we let ourselves laugh at has evolved significantly. Um, 
And yeah. so we're looking at, you know, Eddie Murphy, who was on top of the world at, you know, what, age 19 when he was first cast on Saturday Night Live? Yep. And then wrote jokes with elders, you know, around um, comedy who had a particular timbre and a particular means of joking about things. Like, I know he cited, uh, I think he cited This Nigga's Crazy as, like, the thing that got him into comedy. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of that stuff, like we talk about, oh, Prize the Goat. We talk about, you know, these comedy comics from back in those days, and their stuff wouldn't uphold because comedy has it's shifted. Mm-hmm. You know, we use the hashtag on on Twitter, you know, Comic View 2019, to make fun of jokes that would have been funny back in you know 1997 on BET Comic View that just they're they're whack today. Um, yep. And even with that, because um, you, uh, another. I just want to make uh, also George yeah, Carlin. Yeah, George Carlin even you know said, hey, you know, comedy's got to punch down. And when you're talking about women and you're talking about you know black people and and gay people and whatever, like you you can't you can't swing at them in your comedy. You can you can roll them into your bits and and use the ways in which they're funny as comedic things, but you can't use their existence as the stand-in for that humor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which also just big, just goes back to the point that I've been making a lot a while is that a lot of you niggas don't fuck with comedy or no comedy or respect comedy the way y'all claim y'all do, but continue, Bianca. And so this is this is the next step in an evolution of comedy. And there were there were comics who were you know funny people back in the 60s and 70s who resisted the way comedy was going in the 80s and they faltered and they fell out of relevance for it and they're they're not known people now like you might catch like an eddie murphy contemporary from when he first started who was older who might cite one of these people then you go back and you listen to that person that's cited, and you're like wow that was your inspiration for jumping into comedy really and so it's one of those things where, again, like it, it's done with the advancement of society and the visibility and vocality of more and more people who previously were just on the fringes um, no longer existing there and, and being more mainstream and getting to say, hey, look, like stuff like this doesn't crack the nut of humor. It just doesn't like people's real lives affected by this and people's real capacities to be impacted by these things in the name of someone else like laughing at it isn't funny like a good friend of mine gina thomas who is you know a nfl writer she's a falcons fan um and despite that she's one of my favorite people um mentioned how you know even in like sports right nicknames like calling dallas team the cowgirls and calling minnesota team the vikings like it infantilizes and makes the humorous point like aha uh-huh, girl you know kind of thing right and and she said to somebody in response she was like no it just really kind of hurts my feelings to see that people think that that's the way that they have to be funny about this and it's true and people have the right and the capacity and the vast capacity to say that to i think gina has like thirty-five thousand followers or something like that um to say hey look like this isn't okay we've got to be better than this we've got to do better jokes basically yep you have to use talent gina had 12,000 followers by the way but still like the point stands a lot of people get to see what she says about this type of stuff 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's just the odd thing that I find about it is that, first of all, first of all, let's just get this out of the way. A lot of you niggas can't read because a lot of you niggas was like, oh, they trying to make Eddie apologize for some stuff that he already said that he said back in blah, blah, blah. First, for, for in order for him to get a bad, first of all, that's wrong, wrong and inaccurate, you stupid motherfuckers, because Eddie already had the bad secured. That's number one. Number two, nobody forced him to make these apologies. He's it's apologized twice. At that part. He's apologized twice. Now, the one in 96, I think, m- might have been him being, I don't want to say forced, but maybe somebody putting the bug in his head to apologize because, and also this goes back to like the a conversation that I think a lot of us don't want to have because it's easy to rail against council culture, quote unquote, or be like it's a different time and stuff. But Eddie got um, not boycotted, but people were mad. People in the community were mad at Eddie when he made these jokes at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, he it started with delirious, and in Raw he basically went full Dave Chappelle, like the, how Dave is now with refusing to get it. That's how that how that's how Eddie was in Raw because he still kept making the jokes. Thirty-two then, years ago. Yes. Let us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which again just brings back my point <laughs> in that a lot of this stuff. Now, granted, the visibility and you know the connection via the internet is you know, great, definitely different, definitely a factor, but all this, you know, what well, we didn't know better and things weren't, we didn't know better to the internet, blah, 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 bullshit. Absolutely bullshit. bullshit. Because it's, the person chose it's, to... It's just convenient because we, you know, to Bianca's point, we have more visibility, but people have been here. People have been saying fucked up shit, being problematic, being trash, and people, even before the internet, have been there saying this is wrong. We are here. We th- we are not going to allow you to just say this crazy stuff without any pushback. It's it's more visible now because of the internet. But people have been here. And again, at the, what I said earlier, Eddie had enough sense whether you know somebody tugged his his wig or or not. He had enough sense to apologize and grow in '96. It's a bunch of you niggas into 2019 of things that still don't have the wherewithal and common sense to apologize and grow. Looking at you, fucking Dave Chappelle. Looking at you, motherfucking Kevin Hart. Looking at you, Shane Gillis, this white boy who nobody in black Twitter heard until you niggas brought him up to try to make a point. Yeah, that that, that dude was weird. And no, uh, he didn't... Uh... I don't know. He just, he really rubbed me the wrong way with stuff he said. You know, obviously, like, the jokes he made were bad, and then the stuff he said about, oh, well, I, I can say I made SNL, and nobody can ever take that from me. And it's like, no, SNL took that from you, buddy. Yeah, literally. Literally, grand opening, grand closing. But also, the other thing, which I find weird, and we talked about this pregame, is that the weirdness of niggers, niggers, like, you, like, Motherfuckers complain that, you know, you know, cancel culture is bad and y'all don't allow nobody to grow and y'all never let nobody come from their mistakes. Da, 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 da. Here's Eddie twice, <laughs> twice showing you his growth, showing you that, hey, the things I said back then, they're not OK. 
Like I like my I apologize then. I had no uh, no qualms about apologizing now. Like that shit was trash. He was ignorant. I don't think like that anymore. Like that was just a young dumb Eddie saying whatever the fuck because I thought it was funny, but looking back, it really wasn't. And you niggas, the same motherfuckers that whine that people are too quick to cancel, quote unquote, and don't let nobody grow. Here's a man on having growth. Something that we have been begging. People have been begging black men, straight black identifying men, because I know the jokes about Eddie's sexuality and stuff. Listen, he identifies as straight. He presents as straight. That's what I'm going to refer to him as. Here's one taking ownership and accountability and responsibility and growth. Something that you complain people don't allow black men to do. And you niggas are mad at him. How? How? Makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. But you know what? It actually does make sense because y'all are mad that Eddie is not allowing you you to use him as a vehicle for your bigotry. That's literally all it is. Because that's really what it is with a lot of these, like with Dave, like with Kevin Hart, like with these some of these white comics that say problematic shit. Because they don't, it doesn't, these these problematic comedians don't really force you to look inside yourself and think about whether or not the things you're doing are harmful to yourself and others. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this Eddie Murphy um, deciding that he wants to, you know, he spoke on it before, but it's like, you know, getting in front of it again, it's like there's that reminder that, hey, I don't need to get dragged across the world by my face to decide that, you know what, something I did in the past wasn't cool and I don't particularly fuck with it and I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. And, like, and make no mistake about on, it. Exactly. No, like he made that choice on his own and he's living in it and people don't like that because it's like you, you didn't change on my terms. You did it on your own and now I look stupid and well, you look stupid going into this shit. Right. Not only did, not only that, not only did like, uh, true but also like they're just mad that he 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 they're mad that he grew and they didn't and they can't use him to as a shit well like me he he just and jokes even though i really believe this shit but it's just jokes it's just comedy he taking that away from y'all and y'all mad about it because he's aware of the impact that comedy can make mm-hmm. and make no mistake about it i'm under no delusion that this is this also is good pr but even with that said, and <laughs> oh, good. Right, like so, something can be both good PR and like just common sense, like good decision, right? Right. So mm-hmm. it's just so many people are used to doing things the hard and stupid way that it's like you see a completely obvious pathway to getting something done, and there's just skepticism and and stupidity. Yep, absolutely. So we want to say good on Eddie. For his growth, and I'm honestly excited to see what he brings to the table uh, because he is in a whole different headspace. Honestly, he's been in a whole different headspace for a while because after he stopped being ignorant, he made consistent good stuff like movies, put a lot of people on, put good people in the right places and stuff, which you niggas paid dust, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and he has thirteen thousand nine hundred children. So that the also stories. That also too and as well is correct. So Eddie good Murphy on it. Is, is probably going to get into that G-rated comedy money and mm-hmm. the long game. Yep. And I love I to see it. it. I You'd respect it. I, it. I love to see it. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and wrap up the show. 
Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we're back. And thank you for joining us for the last half of the show. Uh, so we are going to do HBCU Confessions, and honestly, I'm excited about this, not only because, I mean, it's HBCU Confessions and they are missed, but also because this will be Bianca's first time doing them with us, so I am excited for this. I don't have, she gets to suffer as much as we do. <laughs> That's true. We all suffer together, but I mean, it's a, it takes a village, you know, there's I, no. I ain't get over you, the, that nasty woman who was trying to role play with her grandmama's gumbo pot. <laughs> For last week, shout out to Tay, my 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 closest friend Tay, one of my closest friends. Shout out to Tay. Who that was that was hilarious. Um, but let's just get into it. So HBCU confessions. Let's see what we got here. Haters can stop hating on me for dating a white guy with a Confederate flag on his truck. He doesn't make me pay rent. If you want to complain, you better offer a free apartment. Fam, you. Yeah, seems about right. <laughs> Bitch, he ain't charging you no rent because he's fitting you for a noose in your sleep, stupid. What are you doing? Right? <laughs> okay, what in the Justice Molette role play hell? The rent is free because the lynching is free, too. You know. Well. <laughs> well, sis ain't gonna get an invoice for, for that lynching, is she? <laughs> she ain't gonna get an invoice, but she is gonna get called a nigger. Oh, <laughs> with a hard R. Over them Kanye West beats. Uh, come on. Come on, make rent great again. Um, <laughs> Over them Kanye and church beats. <laughs> okay. Whew. All right. We are. Uh, mm. Sis with her white boyfriend having Kanye talking about making niggers great again. Like, this is what y'all do. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, uh, why, 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 why is that? person always so profoundly annoying about their white partner listen come on to maga come on to maga <laughs> right they want us to give a fuck like we don't care bitch right like i like I, 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 won't, I don't making. care but if you if you need me to care this much you're not gonna like what i have to say yes listen. well put well said well said i couldn't agree more okay um, bro been cheating on, on his girlfriend that I'm cool with. Now he wants to explore his sexuality with me. I'm not a liar slash homewrecker, so I'm stuck. Anonymous. Wait, wait, wait. Read that one more time. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think I missed an important detail. Just read it one more time. <laughs> oh, my, my, well. my bro been cheating on his girlfriend that I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. Now... He wants to explore his sexuality with me. I'm not a liar slash homewrecker, so I'm stuck. Anonymous. 
Okay, no, so the detail it I missed... It sounds like you want to fuck your homeboy is what it sounds like. Yeah, no, what I, what I missed was... I'll just explain real quick why I asked that for a second time. Was I thought that... Again, I just I just missed this detail. I thought that it turned out that they were kin. Like, the, the homegirl and the person who wrote in. I thought they were kin. I didn't realize they were just friends. Because I was like, oh, you could just... You could... This is this is not a HBCU confessions. This is a Dixieland chat. Right. <laughs> show title. So, we got the show title. Oh damn. Always happens this way. But uh, <laughs> no, what I would suggest is instead of the usual, you know how we always go, you know, stab him, leave him. I'm gonna go ahead and say, tell your homegirl, so he can leave her. But then you don't ever get to be the person that sleeps with him. You just got to put him on to other people. Mm. I mean, it sounds like um, he's cool with his with his um, girlfriend. It sounds like they could get that threesome popping, but you ain't heard that from me. Mm. I mean, they, they, they probably could. You're right. But for the for the sake of increased mess, which is really all I'm here for as far as AP confessions <laughs> is concerned. You know what? Yeah, let's fail. put all the stops That's fair. That's fair. Is yes, no, you just gotta put your friend on to other people. You don't actually get to sleep with your friend. Yes. It's just just pimp him out. I'm yes, I'm here for whatever increases the mess. Well said, Bianca. And then um, his girlfriend is asking him why she gotta take antibiotics for his fucked up stomach and it's 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 cool, it's cool, we get it. All right. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want reasonable conclusions out of this shit. I want. I want. I want this person to write back. Full mess. Full calamity. Like, push every button. Mark, do not push. <laughs> right. Right. Well, speaking of speaking of more mess, I feel so hypocritical. Fuck with two boys at the same time, but I smack the shit out of them if they did it to me. I'm gonna stop now though. I don't feel bad, but I know it's wrong. I need help. Southern. This is somebody who's still mm. fucking both of them at the same time. Yeah. I just, like, and I... I'm, I'm pretty sure this the same individual likely goes from fucking with one to fucking with the other one. Yep. There's definitely some, uh, some, some, some exchange going on there. This was a person who just kind of wanted to brag that they fucking two people at the same time and that they don't know it yet. Pretty much. Oh yeah, nice humble brag. You you having sex with two different people at once. Good job. You 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 did you did the thing. Congratulate. Like congratulations, bitch. You're not doing nothing special. That's the speaking Tuesday of, afternoon. Anyway. Speaking of um, something special. Uh, <laughs> ooh, this next one is doozy. <clears throat> so I'm going to read this very carefully because I want you all to get all the all the mess. Oh uh, hell. My boyfriend cheated on me with my best friend. Quote my best friend. So I fucked his best friend. She's a girl. I'm bi. He found out, and I thought he would be mad or hurt, but he wants to have an orgy with all four of us. Typical. I mean, mean, they're all kind of fine. Fam you. Yeah, that's, that's, so a dude wrote that, and uh, that's the typical, uh, no, a chick wrote that about her dude, and the dude, of course, found out, his girl was cheating with a girl, and now he was like, yeah, I want a threesome. And, and if he if he found out she was cheating with another nigga, he wouldn't have said nothing about it. He wouldn't have mentioned threesome the first, goddammit. Correct. I feel I kind of feel like she should just set up the threesome 
because it's not gonna go the way he wants it to. Right. They just both show up with strap on. I, I like I like giving people a cold hard dose of reality when they've been fucking around for long enough. Yeah, not to set up an orgy like like yo set up the orgy. Yes, yeah, orgy. He's there's four people involved. Yeah, set set up the orgy and yes, yeah, your girlfriend she... gonna be getting her taco tossed by somebody else, my nigga. You playing around? Yeah, and 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 then if they if both the girls show up with strap-ons, I'm gonna just die laughing. Come on, double peg Bundy special. That's right. Double peg Bundy special. All right. Don't write give, that down. <laughs> give him the work he didn't know he was signing up for. Dot Tumblr dot com. Oh no, not Tumblr. Uh, oh no. yes, oh yes, Tumblr because ooh, Tumblr banned ooh, all Pino. Tumblr, Tumblr banned all Pino, and we need to sneak and get it back. So, pixelated revenge. Well, mm. speaking of revenge, uh, thank you for the segue, Will. <clears throat> I low key want to cheat. My significant other went through my social media accounts and didn't find anything, yet they say there's shit I can't see and refuse to let me check theirs. How is that fair at all? I feel like I'm already being cheated on, so why not go ahead and get even? More house. You're being cheated on. Yeah. 100%. Yep. You are... I mean... You are second now? You've been downgraded? You've been demoted? Here's here's how I view it, and I'm going. I might be a little trash for a minute. Bear with me. Let's do it. Um, we have two options in this situation. You can either make a clean break, you know, no fuss, no muss, wash your hands of the person, move on with your life, or you can play their game and then break them. See, what I like about doing this with HBCUs is it's kind of feel like we just talking to, like, the young homies, right? Because somebody who, the person who wrote this was, like, 20 years old. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Part of me is very much feeling like this is not how you should be starting your adult life by dealing with such bullshit. So right. it's like, yeah, like, somebody, this, this, this person is cheating on you. Um, I would say cheat back. If you want to be petty, cheat back. If you want to be real petty, um, you could go along and pretend nothing's going on, and you could just like quietly fuck on on this person's homies and all that, and do whatever you want, really. But um, do know that you are being cheated on. Uh, you have been played. It's okay. It happens to a lot of us. Uh, just know that you need to cut losses, and that there is no explanation for the situation. This person cannot say anything to make you feel better. They're incapable of doing so. Move on with your life. Big truth, Jamie. Well, I don't choose sides, I choose facts. Um, let's move on to the next one. Uh, ooh, Jesus. This definitely is young people shit. Oh, I fucked with this dude once, and he told me I was the best he's ever had, but he hasn't hit me up three days now. Does he not want to do it anymore? I'm craving so bad, but I don't want to DM him because I don't want to come off as too desperate. Anonymous. Oh, oh yeah, this is this is definitely a freshman uh, talking about her first boyfriend. Yes. But not even my first boyfriend. The first dude she was feeling a little bit. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, boo. Move around. Yeah, because he's gonna move move the right. <laughs> because let me tell you something. If if I ever if I met up with somebody and it was the best I ever had, we're not going no three days without fucking conversing. <laughs> okay. The best you ever ghosted, I tell you what. We're not going three hours. Shit. Okay. Yeah, not in college, hell no. Right. Young and got got free clinic access and get all the free condoms you want. What? That is. Yeah. Speaking of the clinic, this last one I'm gonna read and then we're gonna get up out here because this is pretty much gonna get us canceled. <sighs> Brace yourself, my friends. Brace yourselves. Because here we go. <laughs> We're about to go left. Bro, I let this nigga fuck me. Parentheses, he took my virginity. In parentheses. And he, and he fucked me raw. But anyway, I love the but anyway part. But anyway, after we finished, this nigga said to go take a bath and it might be burning later since you're a virgin. I went and got tested and I got chlamydia. He blocked me, but I'm finna sue his ass, you nasty bitch. Fam you. Boy, fam you's cutting up on this shit, ain't he? Uh, <laughs> listen. God damn. Listen, listen. Fam you do it different. It hit different at fam you. Literally. Okay, that was terrible. But <laughs> it hit with a with a chlamydia stick, apparently. <laughs> Listen, y'all, y'all also, y'all also some other shit down there, fam. You is everything all right, beloved? So I, well, obviously it's not. God damn. I mean, stab that nigga to be quite honest. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Said it might be burnt. You, nigga, you knew you had chlamydia, chlamydia and right. you fucked it. Like that, like, bro, you, you literally could and should go to jail, cause yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> You where's Kamala? I'm, I'm sorry. Where's Kamala when you need her? Right, right. Let's say <laughs> get, get Kamala on the line unless. Yeah, you you need to go to jail. Like that's that is a form that is a form of assault. Put that nigga in four prisons at the same time. At the same damn time. Okay, listen. Use the reality stone or something. Have them both. Yeah, finish serving time in one prison. Go to the next. Go one. go to yes. Go go. <laughs> You're right, go to all of them, go to jail, cause nigga, you are a danger to society. Like he, like for real, for real, all just society. Like that, that is dangerous. Yeah, where you went to jail? Jail. You J- are right, jail. Path, my guy. You need real yeah. help. Yeah, you are executed. So like what the fuck is this? <laughs> right. Passing like, around SDIs like like his Christmas stocking stuffers. Like, boy, fuck you. Right. Like you, honestly, she needs to beat you the fuck up and or shoot shoot you. She needs to shoot you in the dick. That's what she needs to do. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know, they make cute little guns for ladies. Get one of them. Uh, get you a Walther, sis. Ew. Little Saturday Night Special. Let's Learn see. how to hold it. Learn how to hold it. Work on your aim. And shoot. It might burn a little. Boy. Bullets might burn a little, too. You're right. Uh, listen. Hollow point heat, motherfucker. Boy, fuck you. Go to jail. Yeah, what is the people lying over sex? This is some sad shit. <sighs> you I really... It sounds like the sorrow in Metagill. Sad. So sad today. 
So sad. So sad. Twenty nineteen. This is this this decade is coming to an end, and what I want is for people to leave these stories about going out here looking to fuck stupid over sex. I really want y'all to leave these in this decade because um, I get it. Like, good sex is really good, but um, if you're not having good sex regularly enough without this drama and shit, you need to keep it in your iMessage. Yeah, we gotta we gotta evaluate how uh, good this, it truly is, cause uh, mm. Mm. cause I'm without. I'm not is it good or is it happening? That's that becomes the question, right? Is it good or is it happening? You know what, Bianca? Well, excellent analysis. Is it good? Is it happening? Or are you just projecting your desires onto a toxic bowl of mess? Is it good or is it available? Listen. Mm, stay woke, my friends. The um, unavailability. Yep. Well, I think that is it for this episode. Um, from the bottom of my motor oil sounding ass heart, I really hope you all enjoyed um, I hope you all will rock with us moving forward. As I said, this will be a trio from now on. Give you hashtag content three times. Please say it three times. Thank you so much. Um, content, and yeah, content, 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 content. I was thank you. I was I was wondering which one of y'all was gonna do it. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited moving forward. Like we have something special coming up for you all. Um, it is a project that we are working on because we weren't going to be able to get it done in the time constraints of releasing this episode but we are and for the first time honestly we are compiling a compilation episode of the best moments from of the five years of crown and collars um and yeah so be on the lookout for that soon Um, and and if you have any that you have in mind anything about the show that you remember listening to if you can generally tell us about it, we can probably find the episode because Jeremy and I have pretty good memory about like the shit we did on the show. So if you can if you can vague it to us, we can probably do the rest. I'm yeah. gonna be honest, the Virgo in me is like, uh, send receipts and be as specific as you can. Also that, but yes. you know. Like, let's make our journey into the vault as, as simple as possible because we do have five years of quality content to provide. Indeed. So, I don't have anything else. Bianca, Will, if y'all have things, the floor is yours. Um, um, tip better than, than 20%, y'all. You know what? That's valid. Yeah. Valid. Especially, especially if you're getting a discount on some shit. Tip better than 20%. Put that money back in, in your people pockets. Especially yes. when it's your people actually working there. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally, yeah. But yeah, where else please? Yeah, um, else it will. And pay yeah, your no, motherfucking beeper bill. Pay your motherfucking beeper bill, bitch. And I want to give a quick personal shout out to uh, Ms. Divine One who hit me up on Twitter. about a week or two ago and mentioned you know following along the show and getting to hear about the journey and me being a voice uh for trans people so thank you so much for the kind words um on the message i'm back so 
be ready for more of a voice. And to, ah, goodness, everyone else who's hit me up while I've been away saying, ah, we need you back on the podcast. We need you back. We can't wait to have you back. Um, well, here I am. So um, thank you for not forgetting about me because it was a weird summer um, that made sudden demands of my time that I didn't expect. But thankfully, Will was able to step in and keep this thing rolling on down the field. So appreciate you roll out, Russ Wilson. Um, ha! <laughs> well done. Well Come done. on with the throwback. Well done. Well done. And yes, right, uh, let's go, Bianca. Yeah, I didn't see that coming, did you? What a way to tie it all together. I love it. Bling. All right, y'all. That's that's all I got. Thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, here's to five more years of hopefully doing this or. Here's the five more episodes. Let's think small and go big. Um, and then, yeah, we're we going to keep giving y'all this motherfucking content for the motherfucking culture. Hashtag. Please say the hashtag. Thank you so much. All right. We out, y'all. Peace. Bye.